Hi, Mama. So excited to be here with you as always. I hope you're having a beautiful day. Maybe it's the morning, morning, Mama, and you're sipping some coffee or tea. Who knows what you're doing? You could be doing a million different things. But I, wherever you're at, I'm glad to be with you. And today we are talking about a little bit of a hard, unpopular topic, and that is discipline. Oh, not really fun, right? Not sexy. But this, you know, we're talking about what it looks like, what it takes, what we need to do to be a peaceful mom. And this is a core element. And really, I feel like it's in this day and age just become more and more unpopular and and maybe just in ways that we don't even realize, like we don't recognize how we are not choosing this or even honoring it, like not even seeing it in a good light. But Today we're going to unpack all of it, but before we jump in, God reminded me of this funny story I wanted to share with you. So when I was growing up, I, my cat, I had this cat and she, my, my parents decided that they wanted to give me and my brother like a really cool, you know, natural experience. And so, you know, we got the cat pregnant and then the cat, you know, had, it was pregnant. So it was going to have some babies. And so the time came for the the babies to come. And I remember I was in third grade because I was so excited because I got to miss a day of school for this because they really wanted me to experience it all. And I don't think I was there for the actual birthing process, but like shortly after, and there's these little itty bitty kittens there. And it was just so amazing. I think there was like six of them. It was incredible. But what I really remember is once they kind of, you know, got a little bigger, they they weren't like these little rat babies anymore. They had some fur and they could run around. They're a little more solid. I remember that I I took these kittens and I decided to put them through a boot camp. A kitten boot camp. And I had all these different like drills for them to do and different things to complete in order to help build in them endurance and help teach them what it meant to be a kitten and how to be the best kitten possible. And I had them run through things and jump off things. And I I took each one outside and helped it climb a tree. And (laughs) I had this whole, whole system for them to become the best kittens that they could be. (laughs) And I was just cracking up when God just randomly, so randomly put this on my heart, reminded me of it because it's so funny because that's exactly what I'm doing in the academy. And it's just so weird because this is like full circle completion, right? Like we, we talk a lot about in the academy and I think I mentioned it on the podcast about how you know, the things that we love as kids, the things that we do are often things that point us to how God created us and point us to what our, our calling and our purpose is in the world, you know, besides being a wife and a mother and a child of God. But that's just, it's just so crazy. Like I never connected the dots until, you know, it was just last night that he, he put it on my heart. Um, and it's just really cool to see. And so I just wanted to share that with you because I want you to be able to see like what we're doing. We're doing like a boot camp style process that what I'm going to do is help you step into being whole. 
Now, I believe this is a lifelong process and you will never be complete the side of heaven, but there are a lot of things that we can do to exponentiate this process, to dive deeper into it. And when we dedicate our time and our energy and our focus on this, you can make huge strides in this process. And so that's what I'm doing. And it's 12 weeks, which, you know, we're talking about discipline today. It takes a lot of discipline to say yes to 12 weeks. It's going to be a lot for sure. But I believe so strongly that if you dedicate those 12 weeks to God and you give it everything you have, you're going to come out so different on the other side. And I wanted real quick to just share uh, a testimony from one of my coaching clients because I just want you to see like the results that can come when you dedicate, when you have that accountability, when you have someone to help guide you through this process and what it can look like on the other side. So this is one of my coaching clients. She said, I hired Brittany for seven weeks of coaching. I shared my goals in coaching and she made sure to thoroughly cover and explore each one in depth. Brittany's personal intelligence is the best I have ever experienced and I can confidently say that she is operating in her purpose and calling. Through coaching, I completed an in-depth exploration of myself through the restoration theory. I overcame false realities about myself and am believing new truths about myself. She's talking about like the truth, like what the Bible says about her, what God says about her, who she really is. And because of this, she says, my business is flourishing and I am no longer holding myself back, but I am empowered by being myself. After seven weeks, this is why I'm sharing this with you. It's just seven weeks. After seven weeks, I have begun a new branding process for my company, created a new website, and becoming a better mom and friend, and have new vision for my calling within the church. I am also excited to begin writing my first book. What? Okay, I mean, literally... I hope this blows you away because it blows me away completely. Like I, I, it's not me. It's just God working through me and it just blows my mind. But I honestly believe that is the kind of results you're going to get through the academy. It's a different format, right? This was one-on-one coaching, but the academy has a lot of one-on-one coaching, 12 weeks of it. It's shorter form, but we are going to be able to go into those things you're getting stuck on. You're going to get accountability on it. And really a lot of the coaching that I do is accountability and, and just get, like lending insight into a situation. And so I believe you're going to get all those same things in the academy, plus all of the teaching I do. I've been working on like all the worksheets I'm going to give you and they're so pretty and I'm excited. Oh man, I'm just getting so pumped. So make sure. I know there's some of you that have heard me talk about this and you know this is for you, but you're dragging your feet for whatever reason, whether it's uh, the time investment, the energy investment, the money investment, or you're just, you know, scared to like really go there. I, you know, whatever it is. Make sure that you are following God's prompting and you jump in because I know that God is going to show up in massive ways and I don't want you to miss it. So make sure you get some more information. Go to morningmamaacademy.gr8, gr and then the number eight.com, morningmamaacademy.gr8.com. And please also, if you have questions, like hop into the Facebook group, DM me, email me, all the places. Like I want to answer your questions because I really believe in this process. Like God, like, like we see, this is full circle. This has been coming for years and here we are. Like, I'm just like so blown away by that. It just cracks me up. Like I'm going to take you guys on a real boot camp. I don't have to use kittens anymore. I'm excited. So oh, look into all of that. Pray, just, just be obedient to what God puts on your heart. And I'm really excited for you. So 
let's talk about discipline. Let's talk about how this shows up in our lives and how this is going to help us be the peaceful mom that we are called to be. Let's go. Welcome to the Morning Mama podcast, where it is time to wake up to the life you were created for. Come join me on a journey to heal from your past, craft a healthy, joy-filled life, and discover the gifts and passions inside of you that the world needs. Hi, I'm Brittany, a former marriage and family therapist who is ready to help you grab hold of your courage, step out in faith, and discover that your life can become more than you ever dreamed possible. This is Morning Mama, a place for you to throw off all that has been holding you back and run into true freedom. mama we're talking today about discipline and you know it really I don't think it's a very popular topic or a popular thing these days whether we see it or not I believe this mentality has really slipped in in some areas to all of our lives we're constantly you know hearing YOLO which I really haven't heard actually recently is that still a thing you know you only live once that's what YOLO means if you didn't know that you're welcome or not welcome. Um, but we hear that. We hear, you know, I don't feel like it. You're do what feels good in the moment. Do what makes you happy. Follow your heart. And it's all about our feelings. It's all about doing what we feel like doing. But the thing is, if we follow what we feel like doing, it will never take us to happiness. It's only going to lead to destruction. And that is something that like, maybe you don't overall agree with that. You're like, no, I don't agree with, you know, following, just doing what you feel. But I bet you there's some ways, some little ways that this mentality, because it's, we're surrounded by it. That's why I'm always talking about, you know, these cultural sounds that we hear because we have to begin to recognize them so we can piece apart what we're believing. Is this based on the Bible? Is this based on culture? Like, where did you get these beliefs? Where did you get like some of the ways that you act or respond? And a lot of times culture is has a loud voice. And so it plays a role. So here's some ways that, that it might show up in our lives. You know, um, I just feel like I'm just going to watch one more show. You know, the kids were such a mess today. Just one more show. I'm going to stay up a little too late. Oh, one more glass of wine. I, I really deserve it. It was a hard day. Oh, I'm going to sleep in today. I just, I just feel like it. I just really feel like that's what I need. I'm going to skip this workout again because it doesn't sound good to do right now. I don't feel like it. I'm going to sit on the couch and scroll social media because it feels good right now. I'm going to eat another cookie because I deserve it. I earned it. I don't feel like I want to go to church today. Eh just doesn't, doesn't feel right. I don't feel like I'm going out. I don't really feel like going out. So I'm just going to cancel on my friend. Um, I don't really feel like playing with my kids. So I'm going to be on my phone instead. Uh, I don't feel like doing the dishes. I'm just going to leave them, leave the mess. Okay. Now first I, yes, I hope you feel a little uncomfortable. I think all of us should, because all of us, I don't think any of us are immune to this. I also though want to nuance this and say, you know, there are times when these, these things in and of themselves are not bad. Like, you know, every once in a while staying up late to watch a show that's really good, you know, that's fun. That's a fun thing. But if it's every night or if it's multiple times a week and you're waking up 
extra tired and you haven't gotten enough sleep, then that's a problem, right? Or the wine. Like, you know, if you're saying, I'm just going to have another glass of wine and then another, another, or you're doing that every night and it becomes a pattern. Or sometimes, you know, we have had a really hard week or a really hard day and we do need to sleep in a little bit, but if it becomes a pattern and we're not, you know, getting the time with God that we need, or we're not taking care of ourselves with, you know, showering and getting ready and feeling good about ourselves, or if it's just becoming like this, this cycle, then this is where the problem lies. And I think so often there are these moments where we just choose what feels good. And in a culture where we're constantly surrounded by instant gratification, right? Like I didn't even include like Amazon shopping on here, right? Oh, I just need, it feels good to buy this one more thing, which we wouldn't really even put in those words. We would just say, oh, I need this, but do you really, do you really? So I think even more, we're we're pushing against the tide because we have to choose things that don't feel good when we're constantly surrounded by this like bubble of this comfort. Like it feels good to Amazon shop. It feels good to Netflix. We don't have to wait for anything. Everything we want is at our fingertips. And, you know, even like we want like a dopamine hit, like we go to Instagram and we scroll and it gives us that dopamine hit we would need. And so more and more like these, these choices that we need to be making, this discipline we need to have in our life is getting hidden under these piles and piles of this comfort, like comfort food. Like I'm not even talking about food, but like you look at it all like comfort food. Like if we're always eating comfort food, our pants aren't going to fit, right? (laughs) Just like if we're always consuming these things that are comfortable and we're doing what feels good and what feels right, our life is not going to align with Christ. It's not going to be what God is calling us to be. We're going to expand in all the wrong directions, like if you've been eating too many cookies. And so I want to talk about this with you today. I want first just to help you see this, to help you look at where this is in your life, where it's showing up. And I'm going to take you through a process at the end to help you really reflect on this because I always think we got we to gotta do the work. We can't just hear it. We have to like sit down and do the work. But I do want you to know that while we're talking about discipline and we want to make these choices, we we also know that perfection is not the goal, right? We just talked about that. It's not attainable. It's not the goal. We're always going to have times we mess up. We're always going to have time, like days or weeks or moments where we fall back into what feels good. We just want to fight against that tide because if we don't fight against it, we're just going to get washed out to sea. Like the sea of culture is sweeping us so strongly out there. And if we are not fighting against it, we're going to be there in a second. It might already be there. So if we want this peace that we're talking about, if we want to be a peaceful mom, a peaceful wife, a peaceful daughter of God, if we want to walk in that, we have to have a disciplined life. If we want healing we want the fullness of what God has for us, we have to have a disciplined life. You know, I've been recently paying attention to just kind of like the habits and the way that um, these these highly influential people talk, like people that I look up to, my mentors, or, you know, even people that I listen to their podcasts, like what do they do? What does their life look like? How do they craft it? And something that's been really interesting for me, and I, I just never realized it until recently, is that the people that I look up to, They are disciplined in every area of their life. That is like the number one common denominator among all of them is they are very disciplined in every area of life. You know, they might be a a business coach or a leadership um, person or a, a pastor, whoever, 
all these different things, but they also make sure they are dedicated to their fitness when, when what they do has nothing to do with that. I've seen this in so many people and they're disciplined in how they structure their day. They're disciplined in how they work. They're disciplined in their marriage. They're disciplined in eating. In every area, they have this discipline. And while none of them are perfect because none of us are perfect, all of those little pieces matter. And as I've watched that, it's actually been what has begun motivating me to work out (laughs) because I just... I don't really like working out. I don't know. It bores me. It tires me. I would just much rather be like doing something different, like journaling or creating or working on something or having a deep conversation. Like it's just not like how I like to do things. But after observing all of this and realizing like I I, I know now that if I want to be successful, if I want to be a good disciple of God, if I want to be called to my highest capacity, I need to exercise this discipline in every area of my life. It's like a muscle. I mean, right now we're talking about working out. So it's like an actual muscle that you work out. But the muscle of discipline is is a muscle too. Like you, you've got to practice it. You've got to build it up. And the more that you build it up, it carries over into every area of your life. Just like if you exercise, right? It's not just building your body. You're going to have more energy. You're going to have more focus. It lifts your mood. Like the the... It's going to help your health long term. The implications of exercise are enormous. And the same goes with when we exercise this muscle of discipline and we choose it again and again. So if we want this fruit of peace, if we want this fruitful life, we have to practice doing the things we don't feel like doing over and over and over again. This is essential, Mama. We can't miss this part. It's not a a negotiable part of this. Like, as if we want healing, like if we're on this journey and we're like saying, God, I want healing. I want this. I'm, I'm ready. This is crucial. Like we cannot get his healing unless we are disciplined because like it, it takes discipline to walk it out. Like he does supernatural work on us all the time. But if we are not good stewards of that healing, if we are not good stewards of what it looks like to walk it out in our family and in all of our relationships, like He's going to give us these breakthroughs, but we have to have the discipline to walk it out. Just like with my anger that I've talked about, like I talked about how there was two huge moments where God gave me these supernatural breakthroughs with my anger. That was amazing. Like literally night and day difference, right? The power before it felt like I didn't have the power to stop it. I I, I did, but I just, I didn't feel like I had the power. But after these breakthroughs, like I, I felt it was a choice. I could feel the difference. And so God will give us these moments, but then we have to have the discipline to do the hard work and walk it out. So my anger is, is still waiting for me. If I'm not careful, like I still have to keep up with knowing what my triggers are, keep up with doing my four steps, keep up with being aware of how I'm feeling so that I don't let myself just walk out from this place of pain. And so I have to do the the hard work and and prayer, like constant prayer. God, tame my tongue. God, help me to speak life and not death. Constantly praying over my tongue and my relationships. And so that's where the discipline comes in. Like God's going to give you these breakthroughs if, if you are hungry and you're seeking him and you have faith for it. But if you don't have the discipline to match it, then it's just going to be a moment and you're going to, you're not going to be able to walk it out. And this is really like one of the cool parts of the academy is I'm going to help you 
with this. I think sometimes if we're just kind of shoved into discipline, it can form habits for us and kind of like help us short circuit this process. Like, uh, you know, an example is my church right now is doing a 21 day strong. And so for 21 days, we're all trying to exercise 20 minutes at 21 minutes a day, pray 21 minutes a day, encourage someone every day, and then serve twice at church. And so that's kind of pushing me into this discipline. Like I've been exercising off and on and you know, still not consistent every day. And I'm like, if there's, you know, a baby that wakes up in the night that I'm like, oh, I should sleep in, right? Do what I feel like. But this is really pushing me. There's that constant accountability. Like I am talking to people. I'm surrounded by people that are, are trying to choose this. And it's really like short circuiting that, that, that process that can be long to try and take on a new habit and, and to be disciplined with it. And so it, sometimes that's what we need. And that's like the cool part of the academy is I'm going to help you with those, those disciplines, some specific life disciplines that I believe everyone needs to have. I'm going to help you implement them during the time of the academy so that when you're done, those are a habit. And if you continue with your discipline and continue in faithfulness, then it's, it's going to be a part of your life already. And while we're in that that group process, you're going to be surrounded by other people that are trying to choose that same thing. And so when we do it together, gosh, it's so much easier. But whether you're going to join the academy or not, I want you to right now to grab a pen and paper and I have an assessment for you to do to kind of figure out a way to to grow in your discipline. So once you have that, the first question I have for you is where in your life are you good at discipline? Where in your life are you good at discipline? Now, I strongly believe every single person has something in their life that they are good at being disciplined with. This can be brushing your teeth. Like, it doesn't have to be anything crazy big. Like, what do you do every day? What are you good at doing? This can be showering every day. This can be putting in your makeup. This can be getting out of bed at a certain time. This can be making your bed. It could be cooking. Maybe you're so good at cooking for your family every day. Maybe this is cleaning. I know some people that are so good at being disciplined with cleaning. So what is it for you? Look at your life. Identify that area or those areas where you are really good at being disciplined. Doesn't matter how small, anything, even drinking water. Like, are you good at making sure you drink all your water every day? Do you take your vitamins every day? What is it for you? Do you take your dog on a walk every day? Now, I I want you to see this and be encouraged. Like, you have some discipline in you, even if you think you're like completely undisciplined, which I know some of you are probably like, I rock at discipline and I'm really excited for you. And I hope you also take a step of growth and find something to, there's always room to grow, right? But for those of you that are like, I don't have any discipline in my life. Ah, this is too much. Look, you have something. Celebrate it. That's huge. That is awesome. Now I want you to look and and ask yourself this next question, write it down. How do you feel after you do those things? After you brush your teeth every night, after you shower every day, after you cook for everyone, after you clean, how do you feel? And I think this is an important question because like even in the little things, when we show up for ourselves and we show up for God and we show up for what we have set out to do, it feels good. It does. It's just part of how God made us. Like we're, we're acting out of our muscles, right? not out of our weakness, out of our strength. And so we have to like sit down and recognize like what that looks like. So make sure you you think about that and process that. Okay, the next question I want you to write down. Assess how you got there. 
So what helped you become disciplined? What is your motivation? Like what is behind you doing this consistently every day? Like really look at what is there. Like go to the teeth brushing. It's so simple. Like what is it? Is it because um, you just, I've always done it and you've never thought about it, you know, twice. And you, maybe for you that just like having that routine there is really essential. Maybe it's because you're scared of getting cavities. And so you want to, uh, just avoid the dentist, right? <laughs> maybe it's out of fear. Maybe it's because you're really motivated to stay healthy. Like you want your, your teeth to be healthy and strong, Maybe you want to have good breath so that you can connect with your spouse. Like, what is it? And, and when we look deep enough, we can find, like, what that deeper thing is that's motivating us. Like, you know, is it your health, like, for your teeth? Is it your husband for your teeth? Is it avoiding un- discomfort, right? The dentist. So spend some time and really reflect and go deep on what that motivation is and how you got to a place where you're disciplined on it. Okay, now the next question I want you to write down is assess some areas that you're lacking. Now, you don't have to write all of them. Like it can be overwhelming if if discipline is something you struggle with or if you're in a season where, you know, newborn season, gosh, discipline's out the window. I know for me a lot of times, like I'm disciplined enough to nurse the baby and that's about it. So don't worry about every area, but at least, you know, one or two, you can list more if you want. Figure out like what areas do you struggle with discipline in? And I think all of us are going to have something, right? None of us are perfect. We'll never get there. So what area is it for you that stands out? And after you spend some time assessing that and write down those, the next thing is I want you to look at that list and choose one, one, no more than one. I know it's tempting. You want to do all of them. You're like, I'm going to be disciplined. Let's go. Let's charge the hill. But that doesn't work because it's going to overwhelm you and you're going to stall out. So you got to choose one, no more. And maybe, maybe if you want to, if you need help choosing, like if you've picked a focus for the year, we've been talking about a focus for this next year, then maybe that's a great place if it's attached to your focus. Okay. And after you have that one thing that you chose, the next question is, why is this hard for you? Look at it. Why is it hard for you? What, what do you not you know, care about what, what gets in the way of you being disciplined in this area? What makes this hard for you? Reflect on that. And then the very last question I want you to look at is look at some of the reasons you are good at discipline. Like what are some of the motivating factors that you found that the reasons like why you are disciplined in those areas? So look at those And now take those and try and look at this area of discipline that we're looking at now, the one that you struggle in, and try and connect it. How could what motivates you in the other areas motivate you in this area? And I have an example for you so you can understand this a little bit better. But how can you take what motivates you and help connect it to an area where you struggle so you can find motivation in that area? So my example for you is, you know, I talked about, I don't really like exercise. Like I, and the reason really is I don't feel, it doesn't feel productive to me. It doesn't feel like it's moving me forward. It doesn't feel exciting. I don't get in my flow. Like I don't really feel much of anything. And I think I've shared with you before, like the, the physical world, the outside world doesn't motivate me or excite me as much as the internal world. Like I love going deep, knowing motivations, understanding people, like all of those things and the 
external world, like the phys- my physical body, even though I know it's connected, I know in my mind it's important, but it doesn't motivate me or excite me. And part of that is because I think that's just how God made me. Like I have this propensity and this skill in this internal area and the outside, you know, I can't have skills in all the areas. I can't have motivation in all the areas and that's okay. We just have to figure out how to choose that discipline then in the other areas. So yeah, I don't care really about exercise. doesn't excite me. But what I am motivated by, if I look at some of the other areas, some of the things I'm good at, is I am motivated by growth. I love growing. That's why I that's why I just really want all of you to be in the academy so I could just like take your growth to the next level. But I also am trying to do that as much as I can on the podcast as well. So that's why I just love all of this work. It's so fun. I love growth. I love inter- my, my personal growth. I love helping other people grow. Oh, it's just so great. So how I connected the two, right? I'm not motivated to exercise, but what motivates me is I love growth. So The two things, the way that I have connected my love for growth to exercise is one, I shared about this already, but I've noticed that discipline in this area will help me grow in other areas that I do care about. And so I've shifted my mindset. Now that I've recognized that in some of the leaders that I look up to, I realize that when I choose discipline in this area, it is going to help me grow in areas I do care about. Like it's going to help me be healthier in every area. It's going to give me more energy. It's going to give me more focus, right? All of these things. And like, right, like I'm not motivated by health. It makes sense that I would be like, we all want to be healthy, but it doesn't motivate me. It doesn't get me out of bed in the morning. I'm like, I'll be fine. <laughs> and so like the logical thing that, that, that should quote unquote motivate you might not be the thing that motivates you and that's okay. And so what motivates me is that, if I choose discipline in this area, it's going to help me grow in a different area. So that's the first thing. And the second thing is I have figured out a way to exercise where I can also be growing at the same time, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. So what I do is I listen to a podcast. I listen right now. It's every day. It's uh, Craig Rochelle's leadership podcast. I listen to that when I'm exercising because I get to then grow in this other area while I'm growing my physical body. And that gets me out of bed in the morning. Like I am now motivated because I want to be a disciplined person. I want to be strong in every area. And now I get to grow at the same time. So that has been like the hack that I have used to get me out of bed and to go exercise at five or 530 in the morning when I really would rather sleep or even do my quiet time. Like I would rather go sit on the couch with God and read my Bible and pray for hours rather than exercise. Okay, so I, I hope you have your thing. I'm so excited for you to take this step of growth. So once you figure out like what the hack is, try and take a step forward. Figure out the one thing that you can do, schedule it out in your week, and get moving. Like we can do this. I'm excited. And if you want some help with this, if you want me to help you figure out what it looks like, what areas you can improve in, how to find that motivation, or just to be like shoved into it because we're going to be all held accountable to each other during the academy, then make sure you sign up. I really want you there. And I really believe that God's going to show up in a mighty way and you will be forever changed from it. So don't delay. Hop in there, mama you know you wanna. All right, let me pray for us and we'll close out. God, I thank you for discipline. God, even though it doesn't feel good, 
Oh, even though it's hard, even though it feels yucky and, it, oh man, God, I thank you for it. And I thank you how it strengthens us. I thank you that it, it does affect every area of our life. I thank you how it helps us grow and become more like you. And I just pray over every ear listening, God, that you would just give them, show them the motivation to move in these areas, God. I pray that you would help them just to have the strength to, to, to do what they say they're going to do, to follow through, to not choose what feels good, but to choose what is right, God, and to choose what you're calling them to, to choose what they know they that, that they need to be doing, God. And so I just, I pray for that strength in them. God, thank you that you've given us everything that we need, Lord. And I just pray you would empower every mama that's listening, God. And I thank you, God, for uh, just the endless strength. Like you have this wealth of endless strength to give us, God. And I just pray all of us would learn to tap into that even more, God. And um, yeah, I just thank you for your goodness, God. And I just pray for big change, God, for for a big year of, of discipline, that it would be a year of discipline, God. And I just thank you for for how you're going to show up through our choices, God. We love you and we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you found hope and inspiration in today's episode, then hit subscribe. Make sure you don't miss a moment on this journey of healing. Want to help more mamas enter into the hope and freedom you have found? Please take a moment to leave a review. This helps so much to get Morning Mama seen so that more mamas can find this space. Lastly, please come say hi in our Facebook group, Morning Mama Collective. I would love to meet you and learn your story. Let me know where you're getting stuck in your healing journey so that you can help inspire more episodes. I am so grateful for you, Mama, and I cannot wait to see all that God has in store for you.